0: What's up all you sick fucking perverts? Don't you just love love? The Love Shop has everything you need to feel the love in the air, or in between your legs, wherever you want really. They've got everything from vibrators, lubes, laundry, and even full-sized sex dolls. <laughs> Wow, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Visit loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim at checkout for 15% off the whole store. And the best part is that they ship all over Canada, US, and... What? Ireland? To all my whores in Dublin, top of the morning to ya! (laughs) That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and checkout code sexedwithtim for 15% off the entire store. Now, get to fucking... The Sex Edward Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to... Sucks sad, with yeah.
1: Tim.
0: <laughs> hello and welcome to another episode of the sex with tim podcast i'm your host tim certified sex educator i identify as a chaotic homosexual and if a crocodile was hiv positive what would they take for it i guess that medicine would be called gator aids Uh, (laughs) oh my god oh no (laughs) i love no that's good (laughs) um <laughs> oh my goodness to all my fellow loyal listeners that beautiful laugh you hear on the other end of the mic is none other than my extremely gorgeous and hot and sexy guest who i one day hope to be in between his legs <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> mr kevin chad chad was chad, chad-, chad-, chad- win davis jr yes. hi, <laughs> hi kevin and- Hi,
1: I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: I'm so excited to have you on. But before we get started, please tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, well, you may have a chance in between my legs for sure. (laughs) I promise
0: it will be great.
1: (laughs) I I can only imagine. Um, (laughs) my name is Kevin. I'm 27. And yes, that rhymes. I just noticed that. Um, And I live in Dallas, Dallas, Texas. I met Tim on the app called Moan, where we talk about all sex positive things and I'm super excited to be here. And also um, what I've been doing with my life for the past four years is working in the HIV and PrEP space and also advocating for sex workers and now monkeypox. I am fully- um, You're pro monkeypox. I'm not pro (laughs) monkeypox. You're advocating for it? (laughs) Well, yeah, well, as as we all know and have seen, it's been a hot mess when it comes to monkeypox, and I try to stay as educated and as up-to-date with resources as possible. So I would say I'm an advocate now, now that I've finally been released from quarantine and have been dealing with my diagnosis, and yeah, it's
0: been a lot. Oh my god, <laughs> this whole monkeypox nonsense is like... I have a lot of opinions on it, and uh, the straight people will be mad if they hear it. But I don't care about their feelings, so fuck you all. Uh, but let's talk <laughs> about <laughs> let's talk about monkeypox first, because that seems to be a hot button issue uh, at the time of this recording, and what it has to do with the sinners like us, the gay ones, the the ones who are always at the blame of this, the scapegoats, which is like such bullshit because the virus does not discriminate but for whatever reason like they're targeting like media out headlines target gay men specifically so can you tell us a little bit about your experience with monkeypox first like you know yeah, um
1: it's it's kind of crazy how similar monkeypox is with hiv especially when it comes to the like narrative. the blaming. Yes, um, and although you know it's, it is predominantly men who have sex with men that do acquire monkeypox, we are not the only ones acquiring it. Um, children are acquiring it. Women are acquiring it. Every, everyone's acquiring it. So it's it's once again it's similar to HIV in the fact that it doesn't discriminate against skin color, um, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Um, So that's that's been a huge that's been a frustrating part dealing with it is the stigma that comes attached to it now, um, because of the misinformation and just the lack of knowledge that we have about it. Um, People are automatically assuming if we went to a gay event we have monkeypox, and that's just really not the case. I got monkeypox about a month ago because I don't know, like I I I didn't go to a gay event and I didn't I wasn't having multiple multiple sexual partners and I wasn't I was being a good boy. So, You're behaved. I was You're going behaving. to church. You're singing your what? gospels. Maybe not church. Um, <laughs> that seems. That seems the to be the church, a church of Lady Gaga. The church of Ruby <laughs> right. And you know, it's it really has to do with um, one lack of intelligence and two just ignorance about the whole thing. Um, and it, my experience with monkeypox, I think, has been kind of easier compared to some. I had about two lesions, one in my groin area and one in my head right here that have all fully oh. healed, have gone away. Um, but the most dramatic one was probably in my groin. Um, but that one has fully healed and has gone away after a few weeks of isolation and just taking care of myself. And yeah, I think, you know, as long as you are just aware of how your body's talking to you. And like myself, I was tra- I was coming to see Tim in Toronto and I had to turn my ass around. I had to turn my ass around to come home because I listened to my body and I'm like, something's not right. So, you know, I drove all the way back to Dallas from Detroit and got tested. And yeah, here I am.
0: Oh God. So like, what was going through your head? Like when when you got the diagnosis, were you like, how did I get it? Is it gonna hurt? No, one
1: thing that was going on in my head was, oh my God, it's syphilis. Like that. We've all had it. I've had syphilis quite a few times, and i I know what syphilis looks like, and it's very similar mm-hmm. um so at first, I was like, Damn it, I'm like, I got syphilis again i need, I really need to chill out um but you know it something it seemed different because i with syphilis, I never really experienced any like fevers or chills or any sickness. It was really just the initial um lesion so I noticed all these feelings I was having with my body and then, you know, the emergence of, you know, bumps on my body and, you know, I getting tested for it was a different experience for me because honestly, I felt like I was living in the HIV of my time. If that makes sense. Yes. I I wasn't alive in the eighties, you know, kind of navigating what it looks like to not have resources and not have testing and not have vaccines and not have any of that. Um, And so when I went to the hospital to get tested, it really was like I was walking into, like, (laughs) I don't even know how to explain it. Because when I walked into the hospital, no one was wearing PPE. No one was wearing masks. Oh, my
0: God. Dead
1: serious. Dead serious. And as soon as I walk in and they say, what are you here for? And I'm like, I have an appointment because I think I might have monkeypox. They instantly put on their goggles, masks, gloves, the whole thing as if I was, like, a walking plague. Um, And it It may be... and it's crazy because I had a room waiting for me. Like it w- mm. I skipped the waiting room. I skipped all of that nonsense and I went straight to isolation. And although that was good, I hate waiting in waiting rooms. I really felt, you know, like, oh, shit, you know, like these people really think I'm going to, you know, kill them or something, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> I We're just very might.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, as far as we come with HIV and testing, testing takes about 15 to 20 minutes most times. And I was there for four hours. So, You're serious? from walk-in oh to walk-out.
0: Four hours? Yes. That's insane. Four there's hours. so much I could do in four hours. I could be taking dick in four <laughs> hours. But Me like, too! Right? But, oh, that's such a pain. And also, if I remember correctly from your stories, you got monkeypox while on the road, right? Like, so, there's so much, like, confusion. There really is. And originally, I, I thought that. But then, I look
1: back on my... Oh, my timeline and i realized that before i left dallas i did have like a bump in my groin area i thought it was a um a, a hair follicle you know because i shaved right. and stuff so mm. i thought it was a hair follicle and i'm like oh okay no big
0: deal oh you yeah, know? good to know okay good to know <laughs> <laughs> i trim <clears throat> okay okay no that's still good yeah. to know i don't i don't care i i'm all for I ha- a, all I hairstyles <laughs> This episode, I wish, was sponsored by Manscaped, but... <laughs> hey, one day it could be. <laughs> one day! But right now this episode yeah. is sponsored by B-Vibe by B- and Lewand. Get your sex toys, 20% off. Sex it with Tim at checkout. Hey! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, we need to like... work on the sponsorships. Yeah, come for a sponsorship. <laughs> uh, yes. well. Now... Where does all this narrative come from that it's supposed to be gay men that are at the forefront of the blame? Because, uh, it like we know it doesn't discriminate, but for whatever reason, it's still going to be us that are being scapegoated. I recently saw a headline that was like, uh, "Men who have sex with men are reported to have monkeypox," and then, and this is from the World Health Organization. And at the very bottom of the article, it was like. Uh, this is not an excuse to discriminate because a virus does not discriminate based on whatever. So why is it that we are being the, 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 the crux of, why are we bearing the crux of the blame, e- even with HIV or any sort of like new virus or infection?
1: I think it's because um, people that come from a medical standpoint don't know what it's like to be on the community standpoint. So they don't know how to communicate in a way that we understand and so when it, when it comes to things like this when it comes to hiv when it comes to monkeypox they are basing things on medical terminology and medical diagnosis and they just go based off of statistics facts and the fact is is that we are predominantly the people that acquire the disease and that is just it is what it is <clears throat> but the way that they communicate it to the public is the issue and i get it and i don't because if we haven't learned anything from hiv why are we doing this like there's there's people still using stigmatizing language to reference HIV, like saying infection and saying you're infected and things like that. There's a different way to say it, to the, calling to the public.
0: Calling us dirty or whatever, clean. That.
1: Right, and those words are stigmatizing too regarding any illness. And it's yeah. There's I see so many people online and through TikTok and other social media places that are like on the brink of suicide because of monkeypox. Because one, they're they can't leave their house for a month. They literally put you into a scare tactic. Basically yeah. saying that you can't leave your home for 3 plus 4 weeks. You can't touch your dog. You can't walk outside your door. That are, but it's none of like that's not true. And mm-hmm. as things become more emergent, people are starting to share, "Oh, it, it's less likely for you to go to the store." It's like I'm like get all that together first. Before you yeah. start putting people into a hysteria and using medical terminology with people, because when you when you hear "infected," you think, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, yes, yeah. that's, that's, that's just that's it is what it is. I think instantly like quarantine the movie, you know, where they put. Oh my you god, know, that movie really was a cultural reset for all of
0: us. <laughs> yes, I
1: don't. You can't say that to people like that. You can't one. You can't say that's a heteros because they're instantly gonna. Mm throw Freak it in fuck oh yeah i know and it's like when it the when you readers. add those two, readers yeah when you add the medical terminology towards a specific demographic of people there in, in discrimination instantly happens like it, it it's just human nature okay mm-hmm. and and there are some good things about that and some bad things but in regards to the gay community and people that are like us it hurts us and and leads people to want to commit suicide and like it's just not it's just not okay and i think it takes young people like us to walk the walk and talk the talk and absolutely and people will start listening to us as long as we have the courage and you know the strength to do so
0: exactly to raise your voice to uh do that thing that uh whoopi goldberg did in sister act with your booty up in the air (laughs) hail holy queen Uh, (laughs) truly gay people need to raise our voice and like just say stop blaming shit on us fuck and i'm also wondering then are men disclosing their sexual orientation when they go get a positive diagnosis because how would the medical community know that this person had sex with another man
1: they basically force you to answer that question. What? And, uh, yes, it's part. It's part of the in Dallas County anyway. But I'm sure it's that uh, way in every county. They all reflect each other. Um, it's the Bible, Bible. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, are you a sinner? Basically, but I'm okay with that. Um, but a lot
0: of a lot <laughs> I'm of, okay with going to hell.
1: Of, oh yeah, a lot of the questions um, they ask you are reference to one who you're sleeping with. What gender they are, what they identify as, and they actually ask. It's kind of. It really reminds me of syphilis for some reason because they they ask all the same questions when it comes to. Because syphilis is so extreme and it can be, um, and sometimes untreatable, and it can be chronic. So it it makes it's HIV as well. It's it's it makes sense, but you know I've never really experienced that before (laughs) because I am on prep and HIV negative and now I hear.
0: So we can have bareback sex, yay. Yes, (laughs) you
1: you can have bareback sex, but PrEP only prevents HIV. I know, which is
0: so funny because so many gay guys think that PrEP prevents all the STIs. I'm like, huh? What? Who said that? (laughs) I feel like that meme. Who said that? Who said that?
1: Yeah, and, you know, just it comes back to ignorance and lack of intelligence and we can't blame them for that because a lot of people i mean you have to be educated in the way that you know how to be educated and a lot of people Mm -hmm. a lot of like um, verbiage and a lot of social media campaigns out there they don't do that job for people and that's what the issue is oh you can get on prep today for free and i'm like
0: but what else for free
1: yes most of the time it is free in the united states
0: okay okay that's fair Uh, here in canada it is covered by universal health care which is amazing which uh, we don't which have is. Oh, i know i'm sorry <laughs> baby you can have some of mine like, <laughs> let me tell
1: you i got my bill from the hospital because i don't have insurance and it was four thousand dollars
0: for how what, what? it was <laughs> four
1: thousand yes because four thousand for what to get tested for monkeypox but what you don't know when you're in the hospital is that they test you for everything in the book
0: I just want money so Why do I have to get this for everything else?
1: Yes. <laughs> 4000 They want to make sure that you're not positive for any other STI or ST. And I'm like, I didn't ask for that. I asked for one thing oh and they God. charged me $4,000. But you know what? That is I don't blame the hospital. I don't blame the hospital. I blame the county because the county is who referred me mm. to that hospital. So... Mm. You know, I have a call in like an hour with the county. I'm sitting on a panel to talk about all these things because they seem to have no idea what's going on. And that's just United States for you.
0: <laughs> so, oh, my God. Like, why does your government just want to kill you all? First, you overturn Roe v. Wade. And now they're just going to, like, send you into financial ruin for a simple test. Oh, my God. It's, it's
1: hilarious. It's hilarious because I, I've been having a lot of like heterosexual dreams lately, and I post that on my social media. And someone commented How on it. You. How
0: dare you! And someone, someone
1: commented on it and said, "It's you. You saw it here. Monkeypox causes heterosexuality." And I'm like, "It must be. No. It must be in
0: the virus because they're trying to kill us off. Yeah, trying to kill off all the gay people. I swear yeah. to God, I would rather yeah. k-word myself before I turn hetero." <laughs> Absol- oh, absolutely no boring breeders Bo- oh my god what's the current treatment for monkeypox right now or is it um, just sequestering
1: in the united states you can get t-pox but it's only if you have severe like severe severe like symptoms there's a lot of people in dallas that have found it hard to swallow um and also use the bathroom because they have lesions inside of their mouth penis and um rectum so oh TPOX is more re- like re- recommended for people that are experiencing those, and I also, if people don't know, TPOX has not been tested in humans. It's only been tested in small animals, so and it's not FDA approved, so, for humans. Um, so really, everyone's taking a risk here by getting TPOX. Um, the other, the other resolution to this is getting the vaccine if you haven't been, you know, diagnosed as positive with monkeypox. Um, And as vaccines ramp up, more counties are getting them. One thing I wanna highlight though, is specific to Dallas County, that is very annoying to me, um, is that in order for someone to get a vaccine, the person that exposed them to monkeypox has to call on their behalf. (laughs) What? Yes. What? Yes, not only are you breaching all kinds of protocols because you're not supposed to disclose public health information, um, you're asking someone to go out of their way to prove that they need a vaccine. And usually when people call for a vaccine, they
0: need the vaccine. What it's is not. with all these unnecessary extra steps? I just want to get fucking cured. I don't know. What? That's I, so no, stupid. I didn't That's it truly stupid. ridiculous. You know what is interesting, though, is that even though uh, we gay men are bearing the crux of these uh, outbreaks, these new infections, it's interesting because i work in a bathhouse and oh work there is, yeah right and yes. there is nobody i see more concerned about their sexual health and monkeypox than gay men because i'm there in my booth and handing out condoms and brochures on prep and whatever else is on sexual health and it used to be all about like chlamydia or sorting cocaine or uh, whatever other STI. But lately, every single question I've been getting from the the bathhouse guests are all about monkeypox. So this just goes to show that gay men are, yeah, yeah you're blaming all of us for this stupid fucking outbreak. But it's gay men who are carrying the responsibility of watching over the outbreak because we know that you're going to blame it on us so we're gonna have to do our very best to like you know reduce the amount of outbreak that we possibly can so i was at the clinic one time and then all i saw were like like you can't really tell if someone's gay but like i was over at the clinic where they're offering monkey pox shots and everyone was like wearing a floral tank top and short shorts and <laughs> white shoes so i was like mm-hmm. okay what <laughs> babe one
1: thing i saw on tiktok the other day was um someone filming themselves getting they're in line for the monkeypox vaccine yeah <clears throat> and they were like although the line song grinder is popping
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Uh, I'm like bitch, I swear. Oh my god. It's so funny because uh when Pfizer and Moderna were like just releasing their things, all the grinder profiles were changing to like double vaxxed, ready to go. Oh Oh, no. They don't waste no time. They're like, let's let's go. Let's fucking go. Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. But I feel so sorry because like for the people who have never had or who have had monkeypox and like don't know where it came from. I'm so sorry because I just came from a sex party and I'm still negative. There were like 20 people at the sex party and I never got it. So, like, there's really just no definitive way to find out where this is coming from or how we're contracting it. It come. It could come
1: from clothes. It could come from bed sheets. It could right. Someone. It could come from your pet. It could come. Yeah. I mean. It just – it all comes from, like, long-term contact with something. Yeah, like, it, it could be anything. Now they're saying yeah. it's – like you can inhale it. I'm like, no, okay. wrong, 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 <laughs> wrong, wrong. wrong. <laughs> I'm like, I can't just breathe on somebody and they get monkeypox. That's – this is not COVID-19. This is not a SARS virus. This is not an mRNA virus. Like, this –
0: Ortho stop box. scaring
1: people into staying home i think it's honestly this might be a conspiracy but i think it's all a governmental ploy to keep people at home it really
0: is it really is like
1: it's too much
0: yeah <clears throat> this is their new way of trying to get us all to work from home so that we all drive ourselves insane but like <laughs> i'll show you government i'm going to fuck every single guy I ever meet and um, record it and record it <laughs> on the phone <laughs> <Mono> app okay <laughs> um, hold <laughs> I
1: know and people actually do that it's crazy
0: which is you know what good for you i recently just recorded an episode where i just had like a two-hour fuck session with a fuck buddy of mine and we i hit record on on my podcast app and then we just talked we just were like "Uh, yeah i'll I'll let you i'll I'll let you get a, a preview yes so hot and Maybe, hey, Kevin, like if you get the <laughs> chance two. to come here, part two part of this interview, <laughs> we'll have the best sex of her life. And I'm pretty sure it would be amazing sex because I only am attracted to people who are smart and just like
1: full of insight. And we're what gonna about tall? It. I'm really tall. What about tall? How tall
0: are you? I'm 6'5. Ooh. <laughs> um. Ooh. I I need to change my underwear. Uh oh. Right um, and we're back. We're
1: gonna, to, we're gonna break to commercial really fast.
0: Yeah, and we're we're gonna break, and I'm gonna get off this sticky chair because oh boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see you on the other side of this commercial. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexiest fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to DaleKuda.com. That's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SexedWithTim at checkout for twenty-five percent off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me—twenty-five percent off. And cherry on top. Free shipping, oh my God, I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me, and girl,, I'm wearing it right now, I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there, and I'm on the train and I'm just like, oh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's DaleCuda.com with the code SexEdWithTim for twenty-five percent off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come bucket Annie. <laughs> the show is about to begin. Yes. Holy crap, six-five. Okay, I am uh, but a mere five-nine. Uh, is that going to be okay, oh, Kevin? Perfect. Oh no, yay! <laughs> i I do not oh yay and you know what short kings we need more short king representation and
1: i i also don't like white guys so perfect
0: (laughs) (laughs) perfect i neither do i because i mean yeah white people white gays bless your hearts truly uh i'm just so tired of seeing no fats no femmes and these fucking like uh i I recently saw the wildest profile of trying to bypass the the race preference thing, because like for anyone listening that's not on Grinder, there are some very bold statements made on Grinder where they're like, uh, "Not into Asians or whatever." I saw this one profile from a white who said, "Blue and green eyes only." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow! Oh, my. very specific. <laughs> yeah like he really found a way to like this loophole for his racial preferences which are not a thing it's just racism um like so wow. basically this is uh you're looking for narcissists. narcissist
1: got it great yeah which
0: <laughs> i love a red flag that's my favorite pride flag oh. same <laughs> Which we will play uh, near the end of the episode. I have a game called Red Flags, so we'll see how. Oh, up. Yeah, how far are you willing to go for a man? Oh. <laughs> I'll go
1: pretty, pretty far. <laughs> oh
0: my god! So if the people have not understood it by now, you and I are sinners. We are deviants, uh, or otherwise known as very interesting people not like heterosexuals who are boring and you just have no life. I don't know how you have sex. I do not understand the mechanics of heterosexual intercourse. Uh, keep it out of my children's mouths, please. Just don't teach it ever. Yeah, and stop, um,
1: taking, t- stop taking your kids to Hooters. It's very, um,
0: just mm, very... Scary. That's so not you. Yeah, yeah, but I mean,
1: but you can't take kids to drag shows for some reason, even though yeah, right? you're not
0: trying to sleep with your children.
1: we are the reverse
0: christian walker do not Uh. take your kids to drag shows get out get out blm nasty nasty thugs
1: i cannot believe oh my god i'm so glad you brought up christian walker because (laughs) i actually you know i used to work at a, a gym in dallas a few years ago and he was someone that i you know i saw a lot at barry's boot camp um and You know i knew then that he was a pretentious little twat (laughs) yes you know it's so crazy for it's just crazy to see his tiktoks and see how he interacts on social media as like this pro red state flaming gay like i just i don't don't understand it and he's like i'm moving to a red state and i'm like do you not understand that florida out of all places you can move that florida is going to eat your ass alive
0: yeah because
1: your dad's political doesn't mean you're not going to get eaten alive because a lot of people already can't stand you yeah but, you know who does support him it's all the white people <laughs> yes
0: because he's looking for white validation and yes. just like a lot of a lot of like right far right wing gays who are like please like me Please choose me. Love me. I promise I will be the best gay ever. No more femininity. Make men masculine again. Like, shut the fuck
1: up. You can't tell Christian Walker to be not feminine. That's just in his blood. I know.
0: Like, did you see that video of him fully dancing in high heels? Like, thigh high, and he's dancing on the floor. I'll find it. I will send it to you. But, like, holy shit, it is the most insane thing for him to be like, Candace Owens is right. Make men masculine again. And I'm like, sis, you are fully dancing in high heels. And um, what do you mean? uh, Or mm, 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 no. So I will send you the video shortly. I have it. Please. I need to see this. Yes, it is. (laughs) Like, what do you mean make men masculine again? Uh, so exhausting it's like oh my god how do you grow up gay and stupid well i for me i am gay and stupid uh but a different kind of stupid <laughs> I, I walk through life you're not you you're not portraying to be white so i can't i mean you know what when i was a sex worker I tried to play into this multiracial mixed race fantasy because I do have a not Asian sounding name, which is Timothy Lorenzo. So then I would go by my second name, Lorenzo, which is like, ooh, is that Italian? Is that Spanish? And they ate that shit up. Oh, God, they heaven. do. They think oh, you're or any kind yeah. of foreign yeah. nation. Yeah! I I must have and also because uh, so I was a sex worker from the age of 19 to 23 and so that means I had just come out of high school and as an adult and a baby face and this beautiful melanin skin uh, I really played into the, the babiness of and the fetishization of my features so my high school uniform still fit me Cause I went to a, a Catholic high school, so man, those CEOs—they ate that shit up with a fucking silver spoon. They're like, "Oh yes," and let me help you live out your, I guess, daddy fantasy, your incest fantasy. Like I'm here, and I'll I'll play any role that you want me to do. Like I I played um, innocent Japanese uh, schoolboy. I was like, <laughs> "Okay, look <laughs> no, 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 at <laughs> or uh, <laughs> uh another one thought i don't know how he got to this but he thought i was like mediterranean or like greek so i was like kalo, posise. and then he was like oh, you speak greek i'm like just a little um <laughs> <so> <laughs> they are eating that shit up i was wondering if you have any of like crazy uh sex worker stories on your end
1: do I? Yeah, <laughs> let's trade. Um, yes. So my so here's here's the fucked up piece of it. Okay. Um, so I started escorting when I was 16. I know very young. Um, and oh, actually, and I, I I still escort. So about 11 years. I think. I think that's math. Yeah, 11 years. Yeah,
0: um, we're gay. We can't do math. So we have to <laughs> apparently we right. can't do anything. So no, we can't. Um, useless.
1: Yeah, so I actually my first client when I, was, when I was on Grindr, when I wasn't supposed to be, um, was actually with someone that gave me my first job. And so I love to give credit to my escorting when I was a younger boy, um, just because I wouldn't be anywhere where I'm at today without that. And, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that growing up 16 years old in a small town in Texas, that sounds horrible right? Mm,
0: a nightmare.
1: And, and it was, it was. Um, but as I evolved at, into an adult and got to Dallas, I moved to Dallas when I was 18, um, because I was an escort and I had a job and I got help to get here. Um, I grew up in a very poor family and you know, I didn't have as many resources then. And so I had to, I had to do what I had to do <clears throat> to survive get out of poverty. and I knew from a very young age, I did not, I was not meant for that small town. I was not meant to retire there. I was not meant, I was just not meant to be there. And so I did what I had to do to get here. And, you know, if I think about crazy escort stories.
0: Like, it doesn't have to be crazy, but like, what are some of your favorite moments in escorting? Because a lot of the times we sex workers are asked, what do you hate about it? Or does it suck? Let's talk about the positiveness of it. Yes. Like, what do you like about it?
1: Um. Favorite I, clients? I don't think that I would have learned my self-worth if I didn't do it and I think that's probably the most positive thing that I've learned from this experience um is just learning how to love myself and also being a chameleon um and learning how to navigate different settings you can't not a lot of people have that gift so it's I think one it, it can be a learned behavior but it takes a special person to be able to do escorting without letting it letting yourself succumb to the negative stigma around it um and I mean, another one of my favorite things is being able to connect with people and heal them in a way that I need to be healed because I have a lot of trauma from my childhood. And, you know, I grew up without, wow,
0: a unstable. gay child with trauma. New. Can you believe what? it? I could <laughs> not No. my,
1: my trauma, my trauma doesn't have to do with like the fact that I was gay. Um, But I actually, uh, my dad was really addicted to drugs when he, when I was younger and, mm-hmm. I actually lost a lot of my family members because of that and not to get like too sad or too deep, but I actually lost my mom, my brother, and my sister to domestic violence when I was a kid. Um, so I grew up without support, one, but I also grew up without a fatherly figure and a motherly figure. So I, I grew up without like a lot of things that people have today. And you have to grow
0: up quick. One,
1: very quick. And also what I realized real quick is that I have to survive and <clears throat> survive the pattern and break the pattern. And so... For me, when I was, you know, when I escort, I do look for someone that can mentor me and someone that can help me become a better person. And at the end of the day, that's what I take from it. I do have fun. I get to travel the world and I I love being able to experience those things. Um, But also I I understand that I'm, I am white. I don't know if you know that or not, but I am white. You're white?
0: Uh, No. Yes. You're joking. No, I'm not. What? (laughs) I will I will suck the remaining melanin off of your dick. Trust me. I heard you say say something earlier. You were like, I don't like white guys either, and I'm
1: like, Well is he in for a surprise?
0: (laughs) No no no. It's I I don't have a racial preference. I just don't like when I say I don't like white guys, I don't like their attitude. They're holier than thou, whites only, yeah. But you're one of the good ones, Kevin. You're one of the good whites. I'll keep I went you. I
1: went through the trenches and not a lot not a lot yeah. of white people do that. <laughs>
0: also you're 6'5, so I guess everything is bigger in Texas. I don't know. <laughs> everything is bigger in Texas. Don't believe it. Though. As as it's evidenced by, by the two big dicks right behind me. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Oh my yeah. god. So this, So this non-melanated one is Richard, <laughs> aka Dick. And this beautiful chocolate penis over here is Jackson. As in Jacks on, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. We Richard and Jackson. Yeah, melody. we love the motif.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any favorite stories with clients that you've had?
1: I, I, have, I have one that always comes to mind when someone asks me this. And it's, mm-hmm. there, was, there was a guy that I met, um, I want to say three years ago. He's still one of my very good friends um, and one of my clients still. And, you know, I met him in a time where I was doing good and he was doing bad. And, you was know, struggling oh. with drug abuse and struggling with, mm. you know, living in a false marriage and not being loved and, like, all these things that, you know, hetero couples go through when they don't – are not honest with themselves. Oh, he's um, hetero. But, um. uh, hmm. mm, um, yeah. He's I've had a, those quote-unquote heteros. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I get was, it. I get it. He was in a marriage where um, his wife didn't show him any love or show him any affection, and he had been cheating on her for – oh, that sounds horrible. Um, he had been <laughs> – hiring escorts to kind of you know navigate that which I understand it happens all the time Um, but I was able to I wouldn't say I was the only one able to help him but I feel like I you know I was a prominent figure in his life to navigate drug abuse divorcing his wife moving into his own place now he's in France like you know it's just being able to help him in that way has really helped me and you know the positive outcome of that is just having someone to call and someone, having someone to mentor you and you mentor them. It's not, escorting is not always a one-sided thing. And it's not always about the person, you know, honoring your body and like all these things that people think it is. It really is about the connection that you make with someone and how you can impact that person. And if you're smart, you will take that approach. They're not looking for just the sexual act. They can get that anywhere for free. Like that's, there's several cum dumps everywhere that they can just unload in you know it's not they're looking for something more and i that's that's the most positive thing i've taken out of my experiences and also just really love being flown across the states in the world <laughs> <laughs> i love a good vacation there's this is a benefit but I, I will also say that it I do have white privilege and I am predominantly chosen over black people and over people that are not white. Yeah. And I do have a, pr- a privilege with that. And so not all escorts and not all sex workers have that same experience. And I understand that because I am white.
0: Yeah. And you're tall and you're gorgeous. And stop me anytime if you're tired of me complimenting you. Uh, hey, and you're-
1: <laughs> I don't want to hear any excuses anymore. You can sell your feet pics online and make millions of dollars. So I don't appreciate it. <laughs>
0: Oh my god go get,
1: uh, go get, uh, And post those feet pics Pretend to be a woman and post those feet pics It does work
0: Yeah. Uh, hit me up because I do nails Some pretty uh, uh, <laughs> Fingers and toes So yes. <laughs> let me give you Some acrylics What are some of the things that you found That you weren't able to do But you could actually do it In your ex- escorting experience
1: Make friends um, mm. I thought it would be I thought it would be a very lonely world, and although it does have that sometime, <clears throat> um, I've been able to make friends with people and also connect with other escorts and sex workers and provide resources. I never thought I would be able to do that, especially um, before I got into my field. Um, but being able to like link people to PrEP and link my clients to PrEP, they've never even heard of PrEP, and they're hiring us. for so Yes, and it's like you need to protect yourself. Um, you need to honor your health because that's more important. We need you around for a long time. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless you're an ignorant white man, then go ahead, <laughs> die in a ditch. I do not care. Um, yeah. oh. <laughs> 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 but give me all your money first before you go. Uh, thank thank you. So. Put me in your will, please. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I actually ended up in a client's will did you know that yes I. that's um, the goal (laughs) (laughs) it was really odd because i was sitting in the i don't know what you call it like the settlement of the will like the estate and everything and then he put some assets under my name and i was like um hmm, i don't know how i feel about sitting in this boardroom with your wife and kids Ooh. (laughs) you're a you're a friend I'm, a friend. I'm just a friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a mentee. And if, if you're in somebody's will, that must mean you got good pussy.
0: So I don't <clears throat> I mean, I <laughs> do not mean to brag. That is from the words of the eminent Kevin Davis. Uh, <laughs> I I do have the record of being the tightest asshole in the greater Toronto area. Yes. <laughs> okay. And I am a versatile queen, so I will, oh, so there I will you go. go I will go either way. So plan your, make a plan of action right now, Kevin. How you want to approach uh,
1: me? <laughs> well, my plan of action is to
0: not bottom. So okay, that's fine. There's, there's I just bottom. <laughs> I can bottom for you. I have in the all the years of sex I've ever had as a bottom, I have only had a mess three times, and I have been bottoming since oh boy, 20, 20 years old. I'm twenty nine now. So. Oh, wow. Three years so in a nine-year run. Yeah, a whole lot of yeah. nothing. Squeaky clean. That's, that's I, good. Yeah. But also, I, let's, let's normalize
1: the fact if you do end up making it. Yeah,
0: nice. it's fine. Shit but, happens.
1: Yes. And also, if the top doesn't like that, they should never be inside of you anyway. Mm-hmm. So, it happens. Well, and honestly, I'm the type of top that's like, fuck it, yeah, I'm going to push through. And I am here for a reason. So perfect. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes. I, I promise you a very good time in bed with me kevin i promise i
1: know how to do i know how to do
0: a kegel if i'm traveling <laughs> to toronto it better be the first <laughs> thing we'll do is fuck at pearson airport um <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, so does that mean that you are like a full service escort like you go have sex with your clients or uh, are you more of like the companionship type of escort?
1: I think monkeypox actually taught me a lot, and it made me realize I'm more of a companion because I had a lot of, mm. more than like my normal support. I had more support from my clients than anyone else, family, friends. Yes, and you know I've been able to survive the the weeks of isolation without having a job and without student loans because of those companions that I do have. I do have sex with my clients, um, but it really is up to me. I, I get paid no matter what. Yeah. So because
0: I like the. That's the thing a lot of people misconstrue is that you're paying for the client, for the escort's time, not what the activities. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. And
1: I'm going to lie. There have been times where, you know, my clients have been mad at me and, you know, have to navigate that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's up to me. And if I don't feel comfortable doing that in that moment, I'm still going to get paid no matter what. And you still don't come back because you didn't get it
0: cash (laughs) upfront or in my case, I know because I don't want as much uh, transference of material as possible. I just have my square app with me and charge right away. (laughs) The way that I navigate that, like
1: I've learned, and this isn't for everyone, like I said, but I learned that when you don't do the whole charge up front, it's less of a strain on the Mm. experience. And you Mm -hmm. just have to learn, I mean, just like they have to learn how to trust you. You yep. have to learn how to trust them. And yep. know that me they're going to come through. And if they don't come through, you come for their belongings and you come for their, mm. you know, livelihood, like their wives and kids, and they'll yep. pay.
0: I have so much <laughs> tea on because most of my clients back when I was escorting were like high up the corporate ladder. They were like vice presidents, CEOs, religious leaders. <laughs> um oh, wow. Yeah. So I had a lot of tea, which is why I charged so much for the for the higher ups rather than like the regular degular every day I meet in the club. And yeah, it it was it took some navigating. And also I, I, I like didn't have as much sex as people think I was having. Like, if I were to give it a number, I'd say 60% non-sexual, 40% sexual. Right. Right? Yeah, mine's about the same. Right, because a lot of people hire us for the the companionship of it because they don't know how to explore uh, a specific side of their sexuality. Or sometimes they just want a shoulder to cry on. I got paid for an hour because this lady was like complaining her grandkids aren't calling her anymore and i'm like okay i can listen i can engage in in this conversation and like (laughs) i i can act right it's like oh no i'm so sorry to hear that please we're actors yeah so many many talents (laughs) (laughs) i didn't come out until i was 21 so i acted straight for 20 years i know are you kidding me isn't that so late like that's just wrong i know which is why I have so much catching up to do. Which is why I have so much sex. Uh, because I wanted to do all As the things. Was, uh, right. <laughs> even if you uh, didn't
1: have catching up to do, you should still be having a lot of sex because it's healthy and you don't want to kill yourself. Exactly. If
0: you are depressed. Let's yeah. just be real. I mean, I'm depressed <laughs> even if I have a lot of sex. But <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Xanax. Thank you, Oxy. Okay. <laughs> um, I do have... Uh, the sex that I want. I have as much sex as I want. I'm never depleted sexually. And I have learned through escorting that it's not a source of my worth, right? Like, that's why I fell out of escorting because I was so dependent on sex work as a barometer for my value as a person. And that's not healthy.
1: (laughs) You have to separate that. And you you have... Everything in your life is compart- Yeah, You
0: have
1: to learn how to separate your worth from your work. Exactly.
0: exactly. I, no, no. It, it makes absolute perfect sense because that's exactly what's going through my head that if I'm not a good sex worker, I am not a good person. And that was like, I had to so, unpack. Wow. I know. I had to unpack that in... Uh, well, okay. To to contextualize this, is I went into sex work A few months after I got raped by my boyfriend, who is now gone. Uh, But I was tying so much of my sexual experience to my self-worth. And I'm like, okay, I should have as much sex as possible. The only... So that i know that i'm a good person so that that one experience did not define me so what's my avenue to having as much sex as possible be an escort right and it like exhausted me it was not fulfilling i mean i do not regret sex work whatsoever and it helped shape me to the person that i am but what i do understand now is the reason i went into sex work is wrong i went into sex work thinking I can find my value as a person if I'm a sex worker, if I'm a good sex worker.
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's wrong. I would say it helped you learn that you were combining right. that. Yeah. Together. And, and it, also everybody, everybody deals with their trauma differently. I don't, I yeah. wouldn't say you went to sex work with the wrong intentions. I just think you were trying to find your way. And that's That's, true. that's what a lot of people that participate in sex work, that's what they're trying to do. Like mm-hmm. that's, it's either make it survive or have fun or just navigate the trauma that they've been through. Yeah. And to me, it's, you're getting therapy, and you're making money getting therapy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's gosh, complete opposite it from what they want you to do, but it works. That's
0: true. That's true. Mm. And I was, in a way, like a, a pseudo-therapist to a lot of my clients. I had a, one client who who didn't know how to, like, how to express his desire for releasing control, so... There was one time the session was just me carrying him in my lap and he's an older gentleman too and he was wearing a diaper and just rocking back and forth the entire time. Because he just did not want to be the high power CEO for an hour. He just wanted to like let it all go. Yeah, let it all go. And whatever he got from that, I I visibly saw in him because like there was there were tears. There were like, you know, me going like Daddy loves you daddy's here you know and
1: (laughs) i'm not not, not trying to laugh i swear
0: no it's fine laugh it's (laughs) objectively it is a funny it's a funny thing but internally whatever that guy was going through he got something out of my session so uh i wish him well (laughs) uh i don't know where he is now yeah so <laughs> it's nice he paid, for therapy, you ever... he paid for therapy as i charged 500 for the hour so and it was probably it was... worth
1: the 500 dollars because there not a single mm-hmm. fucking therapist out there will do that so
0: exactly right Dang. uh and then you know there there's my regular regular clients who are like all right fine i'll cut it in half for you 250 i have also seen escorts who charge by the orgasm and i was like uh um, ah! what this guy was like I should've charged you twice because you came twice. I'm like, what? What are you, mm-hmm? that doesn't, mm-hmm, that's not as, that's not a good escort. That's- I mean, mm-hmm. do, do you boo? Yeah. But it
1: won't work out in the long run. That's no. all I gotta say.
0: Yeah, it did not work out in the long run. I hope <laughs> he- One
1: thing I I have not quite understood is how escorts can have multiple clients a day instead of focusing on a, like a good-
0: I did that. It burned me out. Yeah. <clears throat> it does. It and, yeah.
1: It's it's crazy. Yeah. And it 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 just does something to your body. Like mm-hmm. it you have to you just have to be smart. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if people want to make money, I, I get it, but is money worth your mental instability? No. That's <clears throat> it never is.
0: Yeah. I I went fucking insane. At one point I had uh sorry, that's three in a day. There's seven days in a week. So 21. three times twenty-one. <laughs> Thank you, calculator. Oh, she, Kevin, she, calculator, she was, Davis. He was rich, rich, rich. <laughs> <laughs> so that went on. Oh, sorry. So it's twenty-one I in a I week.
1: The math right here. Hold yeah. on. I'm just
0: gonna <laughs> Wait. So it's twenty-one in a week, and then there's four weeks in a month. So, so I'm just gonna say
1: times. We'll just do like a two fifty rate because I. Okay. So twenty-one times two fifty. That's one week. Oh, times four. Girl, that is $21,000 a oh, month.
0: Yeah, that was how much. That's how much I made in one month, at least. Uh, the, those are the regulars, but then I had like the higher ups. So, so multiply that times two. so, so more than 40
1: this. <laughs> So 21
0: times two, that's $42,000 yes. a month. Uh, and I mean, Roland and Doe, but I was going insane. my my mental health Uh yeah my mental health was just like not in a good place i i was like i had to act like i was liking this at one point and i was just like
1: Um, also the more money that comes in the more money that goes out so you get all this money you still spend it it's not just stockpiling
0: yeah because a lot of a lot a lot of people think that escorts live a lavish life but no babe we're still paying our fucking bills right (laughs) like yes. what do you mean we're rich and like yeah we get all these treats and everything i had my sugar daddy who put me on vacations but like i still have bills to pay at the end of the day so yeah it's insane uh but at the end of the day i do not regret it one bit because it made me the person that i am today and i hope that if anyone here is listening right now and you're also a sex worker don't regret it just enjoy the experience as much as you possibly can. And uh, when you're ready to go, uh, leave escorting like I did, at least you're making a decision that's for you and not because you're pressured into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. right. And
1: business-wise, always make sure you have a backup plan. <clears throat> yeah. Because you, if you want to leave, you want to you yeah. do it for good. This like world
0: is not meant for sex workers and we have to change that.
1: Truly. I, I agree. But personally, I think it's going to take a long time to do that. Yeah. Um, Especially with all the white conservatives in office, everything's so political. It's like we can't get any like actual good work done because of who's currently in power. And I, although it sounds very harsh, but we're not going to get any work done until they die. Like
0: that's just. It is what it is. Any assassins out there want to start a revolution? Uh, Uh,
1: Honestly, I'm surprised Donald Trump is still alive. Yeah.
0: let's let's murder him that's the straightest thing i'll ever do murder uh, the only
1: person i've ever thought about murdering is yolanda saldemar that's
0: it mm, there we go see and whatever this person did they deserve uh you don't know you don't know who yolanda saldemar I'm, I'm, d- I'm dumb kevin i'm dumb remember i'm stupid she's a woman she's a woman that killed selena oh i'm a bad gay can i clarify that <laughs> i'm the worst gay ever uh-huh. Um, oh my god i'm an awful gay i swear to you I, uh there are some days where i feel gay as fuck there's some days where i don't feel gay <laughs> like you this. won't
1: you won't be a terrible gay when i'm done with you
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> i hope to learn <laughs> hey you know what you got two very experienced escorts in the same bedroom together shit's gonna shit's gonna happen um the sex gonna be good the sex is gonna be amazing and it's gonna go on for at yeah. least five hours um, experience with sex yeah, yeah we're experienced um you know what i feel like this is a good time to transition into our games uh oh yes because we are so experienced um so this segment of the show i call naughty or nice because i want the guests to choose whether they want to go naughty first or nice first so what do you want naughty or nice um nice because i nice. like to be not more okay yeah. sure so let's go nice uh so the nice portion of the game is brought to you by do you know the and project uh those I videos did. where yep. couples look at each other and have these very deep conversations this is the sex yes. version of the game uh so it's called Ot- honest honest x or something like that uh it's b- brought to you by the people at the end project and i have so, like two questions here i want to ask you and yeah they're very wholesome actually so the first question i have here is outline the roadmap to seducing you oh okay
1: <laughs> um, it's for my benefit well, as well
0: so i know how to turn you I, on
1: it really, it really is so you should listen um
0: i'm taking notes okay
1: (laughs) um i think oh god there is nothing better than when a bottom lets you know that they are ass up waiting for you and it's all yours for the grabbing and the taking um i love the dark room red room scenario um When I'm out in public, the best way to seduce me is by not talking to me, because I hate when people talk to me that don't know me. I ignore know that's me, really
0: hard. ignore me, ignore me, please. That's so sexy. Don't make
1: eyes at me. I like the chase a little bit. Yeah, call um, me the
0: F slur, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, also, have your shit together, because I, you know, there can't be two of us being hot messes at the same time um and also don't do drugs like i i can't stand a methed out queen i i I, I i get it and i don't and that's just my own personal mm. opinion, which so. is
0: fine uh, like you know what do drugs but please do not do it in front of me i i feel very ugh. you
1: you can do them in front of me i just don't want to see the behavior
0: oh yeah no for yeah. me i get uncomfortable because one time i had a client who did like just two shots into his arm in front of me and i felt like my boner went down i was like oh, oh. I, mm. I get that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, mm. but hey, you know what? I fit all of those boxes, Kevin. I oh, do you? have a pretty, I have a pretty juicy ass. I, <laughs> I love to get my ass up in the air and then you can just ram right in there. Uh, oh, yeah. and I won't talk to you if you don't want me to. I will.
1: <laughs> I, I don't mind the talking. It's just the scenario of the experience. Oh, I see. And also, there's one <laughs> other thing that I just absolutely love and it's wet
0: hole. Oh, perfect. My hole is constantly wet because of an infection, but no, o- I'm
1: kidding. O- <laughs> or or previously, previously used. I love me a good cum dump. Um, and honestly, one of my biggest fetishes in the world is fisting. Um, and so if I can find me a fisting bottom that's looking for a relationship, you already have my heart. So-
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck. I literally do all that. <laughs> so... No way. Yeah. I, I have beneficent <laughs> bottom. Uh my pronouns are cum dump and <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so I think uh, you know what? I'm I I'm rock I liked hard. I you. I'm rock hard yeah. right now, Kevin. I'm truly oh rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> The audience will never know, but I am rock solid as a rock. Um <laughs> so you better get your ass to Toronto right now after this recording. Right, yeah. Buy a ticket. Now that I'm
1: clear from Mucky pox, I can travel anywhere, baby. I got my medical release. And you
0: know what? You know what? I'm also not the kind of gay to be callous about sex. I will, like, treat you. I'm a good bottom and a good top. I'll I'll treat you, like, to an aftercare thing. Like, let's go to the aquarium and, or, I don't know. know.
1: You know know why you do that? Mm. Because you escorted. You know how to take care of it. Oh, baby! yeah
0: like <laughs> and, and like because i'm a people pleaser no um <laughs> no but like i just genuinely care for my uh sexual partners even if it is casual sex because just because we're casually fucking it is not an excuse to treat people casually and oh like yeah. that's so mean for people to be like uh bye go and i'm like you can there's a nicer way to say that it's like i think i've had my fill it's time for us to go our separate ways
1: you know unless they like feeling that way
0: i mean yeah like consensually yeah that's fine but (laughs) like for me i'm like i'll let you know ahead of time that like this is the intention i'm setting forward for this experience and i hope uh, that's okay with you let's just have a fun time right like let's not be so like all right you can go or here, I'm calling your Uber now. I'm like, oh, okay. This is,
1: this is why I don't host. Because yeah. I like to leave. Because, yeah. first of all, you're not going to be trapped in my apartment and I'm not going to be trapped in yours <laughs> or uh, wherever you're at. I, yeah. I, I want to make my own choices. I like being in control. When I don't mm. like being in control, I'm in a, in a relationship. So I choose yeah. that. I am you the know. same.
0: I'm the same. I don't like to host. <laughs> Uh, it's just like, mm, yeah. But you know what? Hey, since you're coming here, we'll rent out a hotel room we'll or have something. To it out. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, I'm a good partner. Um, <laughs> I'm a people pleaser. Uh, okay, so the next uh, question I have here is: When it comes to your sex life, what do you want most right now at this stage in your journey?
1: Um, to have sex because I have not been able to have sex in three weeks oh so, <laughs> that is now who's the
0: bad gay? now my... who's the bad gay huh huh i, I know <laughs> i haven't had sex in three hours and i'm already feeding right now no, um, That
1: literally that is literally me i could have sex eight times a day and i still wouldn't be satisfied like, yeah
0: just horny as I'm
1: always yes and it's hard to find bottoms i can keep up with that so it's hello it's
0: difficult hi
1: oh well, i met one nice to meet yeah. you Nice to meet you.
0: I literally charged an overnight because he just wanted to top me for 24 hours straight. So
1: uh, you should charge overnight if they just want to sleep
0: with you. That's true.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> first of all, uh, the thing here's here's another thing with clients. If any clients are out there listening, just because you purchase an overnight with one of us does not mean I'm fucking you the whole night. I need to sleep.
0: Yeah, I also need the fuck. I'm a person, actually. I'm not uh, like yeah, I advertise myself I need food. as a cum dumb. I need sustenance. Yeah, <laughs> shit. I need a shower. Fuck. Nice. <laughs> okay. Damn. Oh my god. Right. Treat us like a like a person, not just your fuck toy. Is that too much to ask? Yeah. yeah. Um. Some, <laughs> Sometimes always it's hard, hard for that. Yeah, yeah. To to be treated like a person. Yeah. True. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, the next half of the game is the naughty part, which is red flags. I'm going to give you three traits in a date and you okay. have to convince me why I should go out on this date. Okay? Okay. So the first guy <laughs> is um you will never gain weight while you date them. He'll never blame me for anything, but <laughs> he takes me to couples therapy on the first date. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
1: so wait is that three things or two
0: these are three and the okay. third one being the red flag
1: <laughs> so you want me to convince you to go on this thing
0: yes yes what You're, was the second you, one uh he never blames me for anything i think i would go on that one because yeah. y'all are going to weight in a relationship <clears throat> <laughs> yeah that's unavoidable at this point <laughs> <sighs> Uh, but, like, the couples therapy one, Kevin, like, that's a little, like... First of all, t- if
1: you fucking throw that at me, I'm going to run you over with my car. Like, that's not...
0: <laughs> that is not
1: happening.
0: Couples therapy? That means
1: no therapy. I get therapy. You need therapy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, I, I would shit myself. Uh, that's terrifying. Um, okay, oh, nope. fine. Uh, <laughs> I... <sighs> Alright, I'll give it a chance. You've convinced me. Then again, I am a doorknob. Everybody gets a turn. Um, uh, <laughs> make sure you get that. Uh, <laughs> get those shots. You disco, um, baby. Right? The last date uh, I want you to convince me to go on is that he gives the best hugs. He oh, cooks all of my favorite food, but oh, <laughs> he tinders during sex he what tinders like he's on tinder while fucking oh hell no no you're supposed to convince me yes
1: (laughs) okay 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 um i think the food thing is huge i yeah i love food so (laughs) (laughs) if he's feeding you one way the other way doesn't really matter okay (laughs) but even if he's on tinder the entire time I mean, honestly, Tinder might be better than watching porn the whole time. I can't stand a person that watches porn while fucking.
0: Oh my god, that's true. Uh, right. Guys who who need porn swiping to have through sex. People and...
1: that haven't said yes.
0: You're swiping mm. through people that haven't said yes to you. So. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you watch porn while you're having sex, you're weak. You're unable to enjoy the experience. Weak. You're
1: weak. That is weak. one thing that turns me off more. Almost more than drug use is the porn in the background. It's porn during I cannot sex. Cannot stand yeah. that.
0: True. <laughs> you are weak. Yes, Learn how cool. to control erection. Like, get in the moment, Heeny. <laughs> but you know what? Whatever. First fine. So I'm going to fuck you than all those fuck you
1: better than all those dudes on that yeah. video. So it was, <laughs> I mean.
0: You know what? I am going to rent out <clears throat> the biggest room at the bathhouse for you and me, Kevin, because this is. Oh my gosh! This,
1: come with two beds? Like it comes with it
0: so in the bathhouse here in toronto it's uh or the one that i work at at steamworks it's huge it's got oh, floor yeah. floor to ceiling mirrors it's got um bars on the ceiling so like if you want to suspend something or someone and it comes with its sling its own sling and a huge like cali king bed and oh, um yes. rather than a door uh-huh. they're jail bars <gasps> love that yeah you saw my eyes got (laughs) yeah they like popped out of your head oh yeah so So
1: people can look through if they want to
0: yeah yep fuck
1: yes
0: yep (laughs) and but they can never go in that they can never go in because it's a jail bar
1: i mean sometimes that's all you need like i mean look (laughs) i love that i I love i love steamworks i love steamworks yeah so
0: I love working for them and I love interacting with all the people and just like seeing the, the work that you and I do in the sexual health sphere, it, it like gives me, it gives me pause in the sense that like, it, it really isn't too late. We, we're we here, the young people are truly making a change in the world, especially on the queer front. And I, I look forward to it, even though the world's gone to shit and all these heat waves are coming through. Thank you, climate change. But it, at least there's some hope that, uh, the young ones like you and me, were we're truly making the changes out there and doing the work. And that just makes me horny.
1: <laughs> right. Right. I, I agree. It makes me super happy <clears throat> and also just to be very, um, brash. When it comes to, you know, with the way the world is evolving and like climate change and all these things, when it comes to survival of the fittest, they're going to kill us first. Yeah. So we need to...
0: Band together.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we... Oh, you can't reproduce? Kill. <laughs> That's Who said exa- I mean... want
0: kids? Who said I want that? Ugh.
1: I know, but I mean, at... we live in a, a world full of crooked ass people and we will be the ones to go first. So I think it's important for us to stand together and just like show them that we are nurturers and we are caring and you know, we just like to have fun and you're jealous of us.
0: Like you're jealous. You wish you were us. You can't live this fantasy. You can't afford this fantasy. No, you can't. (laughs) Especially with
1: all those damn kids.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, people even have kids anymore. They ruin your life. Um, or whatever (laughs) anyways Kevin this has been such an amazing conversation and if I may be so bold I want to say I love you and I wish the best for you I I I truly am so happy to have made this connection and I do hope that we get to connect and fuck each other's brains out (laughs) I'm trying to say that as wholesome as possible but you you said you you said you were
1: you said you were hard earlier so
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I love it. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: in all tears, this I was actually, and I still am. Uh, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin, I can't wrap up. I'm blushing. Wrap up, Queen. It's, you have to. I don't like to wrap up anything, but if. One well, either. Please, can you make like a butt and plug away anything that you want the audience to find?
1: Uh, yes. Um, uh, just a message before I leave. Love yourself, take care of yourself, um, honor yourself, and heal yourself. Um, I think those are all important things when it comes to yourself. Um, and I think that it's super important to do that before you do anything else. And you can't really <clears throat> dedicate your time and your love and your compassion to other people until you do that. And the world needs it. So I, I think <sighs> that anyone listening should. Not only take my advice, but use it and help other people because we all need help during this time. And if <clears throat> if you want to find me, all my social medias are all Kevin Chadwin Davis. I'm the only one with the name, so it won't be hard.
0: <laughs> Don't wear it out. It won't be hard, but it will be hard. Ah! <laughs> well, again, thank you, Kevin Chadwin Davis. I'm going to say your full name in bed. <laughs> Kevin Chadwin Davis. <laughs> No, But seriously, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hopefully you come on my face. And to all the listeners that have made it this far into this chaotic-ass conversation, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. Click that follow, five stars, and do whatever it is that you need to do to support queer content because this is great, accurate, and entertaining, and just funny information. And you know your life sucks without it so (laughs) with that i want to wish you all a very good night and i will see you at the next episode bye thanks for listening to the sex ed with tim podcast sex ed with tim is created and produced by me tim lagman music is aces high by kevin mcleod follow me on twitter and instagram at gay slut clown and at sex ed with tim you can also like and follow me on the sex ed with tim facebook page If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut.